Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. This morning, we are looking to start our week as we do every week, with wisdom and encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Well, it actually be Psalms and Ecclesiastes is where we're at right now. And we're ready for Psalm 135. Only 21 verses this morning. But it's a psalm of praise, but also a reminder that God is all-powerful. He's the one that makes it rain or, or the sunshine. He's the... He's the one that caused the plagues to fall upon Egypt. He raises up and brings down nations. And he preserves his people. And he shows kindness to those who love and fear him. So with that, let's open up our hearts. Let's see what the word of God has to say for us this morning. Psalm 135, King James Bible. Let's begin. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Praise Him, O ye servants of the Lord. Ye that stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our Lord. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises unto His name. For it is pleasant. For the Lord hath chosen Jacob unto himself and Israel for a peculiar treasure. For I know that the Lord is great, and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatsoever the Lord pleased, that did he in heaven, and in earth, and in the seas, and in all deep places. He causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings for the rain. He bringeth the wind out of his treasures. Who smote the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and beast? Who sent tokens and wonders into the midst of thee, O Egypt, upon Pharaoh and upon all his servants? Who smote great nations and slew mighty kings? Sihon, king of the Amorites, and Og, king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land for a heritage, a heritage unto Israel, his people. Thy name, O Lord, endureth forever, and thy memorial, O Lord, throughout all generations. For the Lord will judge his people, and he will repent himself concerning his servants. The idols of the heathen are silver and gold, and the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes they have, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Neither is there any breath in their mouths. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusts in them. Bless the Lord, O house of Israel. Bless the Lord, O house of Aaron. Bless the Lord, O house of Levi. Ye that fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord out of Zion, which dwelleth at Jerusalem. 
praise ye the Lord. So that, my friends, is Psalm 135. And I'm actually going to read it one more time. Except I'm going to read it from the Hallelujah Scriptures. And uh, I'll tell you why here in just a second. One of the things that really jumps out, however, that I think we should pay attention to, or just take note of, um, I think it's just interesting, and that is this. The idols of the heathen. The idols of the heathen. So here are what he says the idols of the heathen are. It's things made of silver and gold. The work of men's hands, right? Things that we create. Those are the idols of the heathen. And the psalmist says, you know, those things, they can't see, they can't hear, they can't speak, they can't do anything. And the people who make them are just like the idols they make, unable to see, unable to hear. They're as dumb as the thing they made, because that's how foolish it is to worship an object of men's hands rather than the one true God. Matthew Henry says this about these last few verses. He says, These verses arm believers against idolatry and false worship by showing what sort of gods the heathen worshipped. And the more deplorable the condition of a Gentile nations that worship idols, the more are we to be thankful that we know better. Let us pity and pray for and seek to benefit benighted heathens and deluded sinners. Let us endeavor to glorify his name to and recommend his truth, not only with our lips, but with holy lives, copying the example of Christ's goodness and truth. Powerful words from Matthew Henry. Well, before we move on to Ecclesiastes, I just want to read it to you one more time. No commentary or anything. I just want to read it one more time. And the reason is, is because this is one of those passages that's just really hitting on the name of God, right? It gets used like 30 times or something in, in these 21 verses, or 20 times, a lot. And so I've, I, think it's, uh, I think it would be important to read it and actually read God's name as it as it appears in the text. So let's do that really quickly. And then we will look at Ecclesiastes chapter 9 to wrap things up. Psalm 135, Hallelujah Scriptures. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jehovah. Praise you servants of Jehovah who are standing in the house of Jehovah in the courts of the house of our Elohim. Hallelujah, for Jehovah is good. Sing praises to his name, for it is pleasant. For Yah has chosen Yaakov for himself, Yisrael for his treasured possession. For I know that Jehovah is great, and our Adon is above all mighty ones. Jehovah has done whatever pleased him in the Shemayim and in earth in the seas and all the depths, causing vapors to go up from the ends of the earth. He made lightning for the rain, bringeth forth wind 
from his treasuries. Who smote the firstborn of Mistram? From man to beast? He sent signs and wonders into your midst, O Mitzrayim, O Pharaoh, and all his servants. Who smote many nations and slew mighty sovereigns? Even Sechan, sovereign of the Amorites, and Og, sovereign of Bashan, and all the reigns of Canaan? And he gave their land as an inheritance, an inheritance to Yisrael, his people. O Jehovah, your name is forever. O Jehovah, your remembrance to all generations. For Jehovah rightly rules his people and his compassion on his servants. The idols of the Gentiles are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. They have eyes, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear, and also there is no breath in their mouth. Those making them become like them. Everyone who is trusting in them, Barak, that is to say, blessed Jehovah, O house of Yisrael, Barak Jehovah, O house of Aaron, Barak Jehovah, O house of Levi. You who revere Jehovah, Barak Jehovah, Baruch from Zion. Jehovah be who dwells in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And that is Psalm 135. You know, three times in the psalm, uh, the, the Hebrew phrase there, hallelujah, is there. I don't know why. <laughs> why we have to change that in the English Bibles. I understand not translating words like Baruch and and, and just saying bless because, you know, that we understand in, in English. But hallelujah, I mean, that's a phrase known amongst every nation and tongue in the world. And in fact, uh, in the book of Revelation, it says that the, that the people, the multitude there are saying hallelujah. And it's it's people from every nation, every tribe, every peoples of the earth. It just has a little different ring to it when God's name is used over and over and over and over. And I pray that you were blessed by that this morning. All right. Let's get some wisdom today from Ecclesiastes chapter 9. King James Bible. Let's begin. For all this I considered in my heart, even to declare all this, that the righteous and the wise and their works are in the hand of God. No man knoweth either love or hatred by all that is before them. All things come alike to all. There is one event to the righteous and to the wicked, to the good and to the clean, and to the unclean to him that sacrifices and him that sacrifices not. As is the good, so is the sinner. And he that sweareth, as he that feareth an oath. This is an evil among all things that are done under the sun, that there is one event unto all. Yea, also the heart of the sons of men is full of evil. 
and madness is in their heart why they live. And after that, they go to the dead. Please note, Solomon's saying, you know, I think it's a terrible thing, but it's the reality. Whether you are wicked or whether you're righteous, the same struggles and things are happening to us all. Right? It, it's that it's that idea that it rains and shines on all on the good and the bad. Verse four. For to him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living god, a living dog is better than a dead lion. For the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything. Neither have they any more a reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love and their hatred and their envy is now perished. Neither have they any more a portion forever in anything that is done under the sun. Go thy way, eat thy bread with joy, drink thy wine with a merry heart. For God now accepteth thy works. Let thy garment be always white, and let thy, hat, let thy head lack no anointment. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity, which he hath given thee under the sun all the days of thy vanity, for that is thy portion in this life, and thy labor which thou takest under the sun. What Solomon's saying? He's saying, be content with what you've been given. That's your portion. Live joyfully. Live merry. Be grateful for the wife that you've been given. As you know, most of this is written to his sons. Be thankful for the wife. Verse 10. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whither thou goest. Pretty simple, right? If you're going to do something, do it, do it the best you can do. While you're able to do it. Verse 11. I returned and saw unto the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. For man also knoweth not his time, as the fishes that are taken in an evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare. So are the sons of men snared in an evil time, when it falleth suddenly upon them. This wisdom I have seen also under the sun, and it seemed great unto me. There was a little city, and a few men within it, and there came a great king against it, and besieged it, and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and he, by his wisdom, delivered the city, yet no man remembered the same poor man. And then I said, Wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. 
The words of wise men are heard in quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is a better weapon of war. But one sinner destroyeth much good. My friends, that is our study for this morning. I pray that you've been blessed and strengthened in the word of God. I pray that you've received some wisdom and some encouragement from God's word. I want to thank all of you for supporting the podcast, praying for it, financially supporting it, far beyond what I deserve. Thank you for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.